strangest feeling I'm feeling. Oh, child, love, we will always believe in. Though you may think my faith in what is in vain. <laughs> Till Brooklyn chicks come, we are back again. <laughs> Is that like to start about Y'all care for it I was like doing my lyrics on that Like serious Lyrical Lyrics To the 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 uh, people will hit me up like, yo, are you coming back out? Like, what's going on here? The people want to hear us. Do you love me? <laughs> <laughs> um, so this is Raw Dog Shaw. And this is Brenda Devenda. <coughs> Excuse me. New listeners, you know, uh, Raw Dog Shaw, you know, myself, I went away. <laughs> <laughs> me, as um, I am, <laughs> me. Uh, see, Bougie and Trinidad. And also, I stayed a little longer for little festivities. And I must say, you know... I, t- I enjoyed seeing Buju, however, I did feel a little, sk- you know, skimmed. Like skimmed. <laughs> skimmed. Somebody say that. This is what I was watching the news, and the principal says, we are plagiarized by bullying. I was like, what? Like, as in plagued? <laughs> Get out of here. And that's a principal of a school in New York. Sad. In Actually, in Brooklyn. Exactly. Yikes. <laughs> Excuse me. I felt like, you know, um, well, of course, and... But I just felt like he wasn't on for long enough. I timed it exactly. Like, it was 10.30, and then, like, at 11.55, the host came back on. And it wasn't Major Hype, because Major Hype did host the show, but it was a different guy that was like, all right, um, that's it. Y'all want to hear Buju again? Everybody was like, yeah. <coughs> well, uh, uh, yeah, have a good night. Have a good night. That was it? <laughs> that was it. I was just like, wait, what? Is he coming right out? How was the Major Hype hosted? I mean, it was cool. I mean, honestly, I was being a free guy. You know, I was talking, mingling in between. You know, in between, you know, people coming out. They do, you know, play music and, you know, people are just vibes in. Um, vibes so that, in. That's, that that's good. a good word. Vibes in? I think you vibes plenty while in Trinidad. <laughs> Tell us about your daily uh, activities. I my daily activities. But what I will, well, I mean, I was high every day. Oh, <laughs> Which was, I mean, the Trinidadian people were totally disgusted and embarrassed by this act. And what's the guy named Gary? What is he? The the police crime, commissioner. The police commissioner came out on the stage during the concert and made an apology. You know, and they posted. They took some selfies or some pictures in the hotel room. But you know, at the end of the day, this should have never happened. And let's be honest, Gary knew what they were doing. Either he gave the order or he. Had somebody give the order, but so you know that was really like bullshit to me. But I whatever. think Buju handled this thing really well. You know, Babylon Systems, we know about this. He told us about the mark of the beast. Of course, and then, you know, so it's just coming. That, you know, that Jamaican started lashing out on Trinidad. If you like read the comments on the pictures, they were like, "Yeah, them Trinidad's never like this anyway." Uh uh-uh. uh. Truth. Like going in and some Facts. Like, well, y'all Jamaicans came to Trinidad doing all this crime. It was just Facts. Like back and forth again. It's turning our West Indian people against each other. And that's why, to an extent, I do respect Major Hype in not revealing where he's exactly from. Jamaica. Because he wants to create unity. He's not fully from Jamaica, though, if he is from Jamaica. He has uh, two West Indian backgrounds. Uh, they say Grenadian Jamaica. I don't know. 
I think Grenadian is pretty accurate. I think somebody knows his father that, that I know of. But anyways. Um, <laughs> the Grenadian crew is yeah, tight. Yeah. But, you know, it's, it's to create unity amongst us West Indian people. You know what I mean? So I respect that. You know, shout out to Major Hype. But, um, you know, Lucia was great. Borough Day was awesome. I had a great time. I mean, they claim it was dry season. It shouldn't have, but it was pretty wet. I'm telling you. I hope not down there. Now there's always wet. <laughs> Without okra. <laughs> but anyways, I mean, it rained on a couple of events. You know when it rained, you know, Trinidadians don't like to come out of the rain like that. But, I mean, the feds had to go on. We paid their money. They bought their tickets. People went out. Tell know? us about this all-inclusive you told me you went to. Oh, so, like, you know, the all-inclusive. And I think I did mention last year when I went as well. It's called Bedrock. I mean, but last year, I didn't know to the extent of all the amenities you got when you got it there. Because I probably got there late. But this year, I made sure I went to Bedrock, and then I went to Marshall Monday. So I was like, listen, you got to get to Bedrock at a decent hour, like 6.30, 7 o'clock. And when we got there, you know, of course... They at 8? Like, <laughs> 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 it was going to say, <laughs> When we got there, um, they were doing, of course, like the makeup. They have like, this company called, I think, Sasha. It's like the equivalent of Mac here, because, I mean, these girls are dressed up in their old black with a little white writing. It's just a very, a very posh uh, makeup line, but... They do your makeup for free. I mean, and the only thing is that you probably have to wait if there's a lot of people. Also, too, then as soon as you walked in and you walked to the right, there was a, mas- a masseuse. A masseuse giving massages. This the end. Trinidadia Lodge. I'm telling you, Lodge and in charge. I was like, yo. And, you know, of course, they had the all-inclusive food. They had, like, a bacon shark line. They had a barbecue line, which I heard was amazing. I didn't get to try that because I had a bacon shark, shark, which was very big. And then, you know, they had, of course, the infamous Hennessy bars. They had the White Walker bar, which, of course, was, you know, the Game of Thrones theme. We'll get to that in the field. And, you know, they had, um, oh, they had a cigar bar this year, which I thought mm. was new. I was like, they had ritzy. a... Ritzy. Very ritzy. And they had a chow bar. They had so much... They had chow bar? Yes, they had mango chow. Oh. Pineapple chow. It was like every chow there was. Yeah. You didn't put something in your bag for me? Yeah. That I would have taken over red mango. I love a good chow. <laughs> So that was, I mean, I tell you, we went to Trinidad was having chow shots. Remember, I tell oh, you? Oh, yeah, that? you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was good stuff. And you know, I was very concerned because this year I actually took my younger sisters with me, um, two of them. And um, I was. Well, all your sisters are younger, so you just had to say, I took two my out of sisters. Three. Two out of three. I didn't really get all of them came. There was only two out of the three. But you, yeah, my sisters came. You don't have to say you. my younger sisters. Because you. you're the um, old bag. Exactly. Because I'm the one showing them the way. That's the Because you're the oldie. Anyways. So I was very concerned because you know Better Rock is a party that is mixed. I mean, a lot of older people would. I mean, these people stay up the little pension to pay the 800 TV to go to this day. They look forward to this, and people get dressed up to the gods to go to this Better Rock party. And it is well worth it because I mean, it is exclusive. That's a, the definition of an exclusive party. But I was concerned because you know they're they're a little younger. And they're like you know these are old people. They come up saying a lot of these parties. They just like old people. I'm like a little mixture, you know. Right, because I tell you, Trina, you're never too old to fit. Hello, they say I'm too young to soak up. <laughs> oh, no, no, you make a joke. <laughs> but it definitely was, um, you know, they definitely appreciated it. And my sister was like, you know, actually, my younger sister, she was like, yo, I really enjoyed it. I'm like, you did? Okay, good. So, I mean, that was it. I don't know if I'll be going back next year, but, you know, I had a, I had a time as always. Well, I want to commend you on your got party. You know, sure had a, a got, uh, a got, what is it? Watch party, that's what it's called, a watch party, right? There were tons in Brooklyn. I chose not to go to them. I went to Shores. Her menu... Wait, wait, you were invited to other got parties? Is that what you're saying? I mean, you know... 
not. <laughs> there were other ones that you didn't have to be invited to. Oh, okay. So Eventbrite had other things. Oh, okay. Thanks. It was totally personal. Um, what else? What her menu was very very. The only thing she didn't really have a signature drink. But uh, I wasn't because I didn't think I had enough people to do a signature drink. She didn't have a signature drink. But other than that... I did not want to share his White Walker. I was like, really? <laughs> it says White Walker. Why don't you want to give it out? He was like, that's the only liquor they can't touch. Whatever. Well, you know who's drinking the Henny? As long as Henny's there, my man's okay. You know, this man love Henny. He love a Henny. White, brown, Henny. Just pour it in a cup. No mix. <laughs> no chaser. Just some ice. But anyway, so what did you have for your menu? You had some gazpacho that was absolutely fab. Oh, my God. I had some gazpacho, which was which represented the red wedding soup. Um, I had shrimp slider, which was the imp shrimp slider. Um, I had... John Snow peas. Which Brenda did not taste, which was very delish, I must say. Who eats snow peas? My, uh, my dinners. What do you mean? It, it tastes delicious, man. I brought it to work. My coworker was tearing it up. Then I also had some hound dogs, um, which of course is for the it, like little you know pigs in a blanket. And then I had the House of Stark bacon shark, which of course they said if it's like I had all the fixes on the side. I mean I did pretty well. Yeah, 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 man, yeah, man. Set it up really nice. But I've got to say we were all disappointed, Very disappointed. with the way this whole show ended. I mean we don't have to spend time because by now the whole world knows that everybody was disappointed with the way this show ended. And it was just, I mean, even in the car going home, my boyfriend kept tapping me. I'm so disappointed. I was just like, please stop talking about your disappointment, guy. I'm so disappointed. That's all he kept saying. This is, I feel like I just watched a soccer match and Spain and Barcelona lost. That's how I feel. He kept talking about it over and over again. I just think that they could have done so much more. And at points, I was bored. Yeah. I was bored, just yeah. boredy. And you know what? I, I really believe that they really rushed this whole thing. They rushed the whole, I think they rushed like the last two But episodes. why? Oh, and rush me and pack too much things yeah, into one passed, episode. Yeah, they missed a lot of things. It's something they, they should have elaborated on. I think they should have. You know what I mean? That they should have done it. I don't understand that they had a set, uh, a set six episode that they had to do, which I, I, I doubt. But I also think that the producers themselves was getting over it. I, I kind of sense that. Mm-hmm. Even the last episode, they didn't even speak on it. Like how they speak on the rest of the episode, they kind of give you, well, they say this is why we did this, so you can see Aria in her moments, whatever. Nothing. It was just. Yeah, I tell you, I'm gonna love Aria forever. Somebody told me that she's probably gonna get a spinoff show. I can't uh, wait. Spinoffs are very, very shifty. If she gets it, even, I'll be happy. Because they even talking about um, making this into a series, I believe, the God series. Mm-hmm. So or somebody sent me a movie. And somebody said a movie. So, a mean, God series. It was a series. I mean, like, a, sorry, not a series, uh, a movie. Yeah. Well, actually, a TV show that explains that goes way back to before. Oh, I don't started. prequel. That's what it is. I yes. hate prequels. Yes. I want a sequel, not a prequel. That's what it is. I like to know what happens to people. And, and, and but to see Jon Snow. And that also means you have different characters. So it's just... Yeah, to learn them again. And to see Jon Snow... Go off and be with the wildings. I was so confused. That was, that was Sansa, so Queen of the North. Yeah, I mean, it was just boring. So but whatever. After they killed Daenerys, it was all downhill to me. I ain't gonna lie. That Daenerys kill was a little, little shock to me. Nobody knew who got killed. We didn't know if it was John or Daenerys. And when you saw it, it was like wow. 
Well, it's over now. Now on to some new shows, I guess, that's coming up. Anime's Tale. Waiting for you to come back. Is it back? We'll see no, it's not back. Oh. But I saw this thing. Oh. Don't want to talk about it now? No, I'll say it because it, well, we have something about it later, but I'll talk about it. They did, when they were doing the protest for the Alabama new law about the abortion, they had women dressed like the Handsmaid's Tale standing there saying, oh, you know, women's rights. So I thought that was something, but... You know, last week, at our last cast, I won't say last week, because it was a, a, a weeks about ago. A ago. About a week ago. About a week ago. A week ago. But anyway, you know, we had talked about spit or swallow. And we did a poll on the gram. And the survey says, tie, spit, and swallow. So I guess wow. you spit today, swallow tomorrow. But when I told you about the results <laughs> of, the, of the posting, you said that you have changed your mind. <laughs> I said I would consider it. You know, I'm a person that I'm willing to try things once. Like, in my, my heart of hearts right now, I'm like, absolutely not. But if, you know, my husband's like, yo, I want you to do it, I will try it. I might do a, and then try to, like, throw it back up. But I think I'm going to try this. Is this because one of our listeners told you to get your life together? I ain't going to lie, people have been pressuring me, like, not one, a few of them has been like, are you kidding me? Your name is Roy Dog Shaw. I mean... But that doesn't really mean I swallow. That means I raw dog sex. I mean... Wow. <laughs> In a committed relationship, folks. Well, obviously. Well, <laughs> you never know. Who knows how raw you've been? How long you've been raw? <laughs> Yikes. Uh, anyways. So... so I mean, swallow. Bottom line on this is do you. That's what you just want to say? Yeah. Do you. <laughs> okay, we said That's the same it. thing. Um... Oh, my God. Did you hear uh, about Foxy Brown? So I was supposed to go to this um, Candy Burris dungeon thing uh, with, my, with my friends for one of their birthdays. And I was like, eh, it's going to be cool. Because I've heard that her shows are pretty good, you know, the whole sex shows or whatever it might be. And then I didn't go. But then one of my um, associates was like, yo, did you hear what happened to Foxy Brown? I'm like, no. Wait, am I cool? <laughs> like, why was Foxy Brown even there? I don't know. But Foxy Brown came out, and she looked pretty good. I don't think she looks pretty good. Mm-hmm. She had this whole thing covering her face, but I thought it was exotic. Um, but she basically started freestyling. Wasn't even singing her old song, which I'm assuming people want to hear that. I'll um, be good. Uh-oh. That was her song, yes, right? okay. <laughs> so we got a little hip-hop in <laughs> um, um, Yeah, so she was performing, and she basically started doing, like, busting a freestyle. She was getting booed by the audience. Boo! And this guy was trying to grab her, like, yo, get off the stage. Like, come on, come on. And she was just, for some time, she was kind of, like, ignoring him. And then, I guess, at one point, they were like, yo, get off the stage. And she got off. And then Candy's like, yeah, you got to give respect to Foxy. And I'm just like, But you told me, they said that she's, like, deaf, right? So she probably couldn't hear them booing them. Nah, she's not, like... (laughs) P.O.P., help me, hold me down, I'm blind. She's not legally deaf. (laughs) Is that a term, legally deaf? I don't know. Maybe she's had, because people have like, like wax blockage in the ear. They need to get that little thing where they suction all the wax out. Maybe she has that. But then why would she tell people about it? Like know. Mel B with her eyes. Oh my God. When they Mel said B that they said she has herpes in her eyes. Herpes in her eyes. How would God tell See, because she didn't swallow. He busted in her eyes and now she's all messed up. <laughs> The way doctors speak about herpes is that it's, it's like uh, it's breathing. a common. Yeah, it's, it's common. Common. It's like it's so much people have herpes, whether it be HSV one or HSV two. 
HSV or HV? Is it HSV? I don't know. Oh, herpes simplex. Correct. Virus. So they were saying that, you know, people with the two, I think they usually have like genital or something. I just feel hungry. People with the one is like cold sore outbreak or something like that so they say like it's very common so I don't know but if I had herpes in my eye <laughs> I would just say I had glaucoma surgery <laughs> that's what I would say <laughs> you know it, it, it's like I'm sorry I just said I'm hungry but I just I told someone yesterday sometimes I just get hungry so quick it like it just jumps up on me hunger and then it just passes away right now it's just at the the hit Hungry. I'm very hungry, but regardless. Um, did you not hear, even when you talk about, uh, what did you just talk about? Uh, can you the hunger two just lost my brain. <laughs> um, did you see this this thing with this Dior fashion show where they use African prints um, in their fashion show and all the black people are in the upper? I mean, it's almost like, Culture you know, I'm almost a, on a... On the fence, like even if it was African um, African fabrics, it's a great way to expose all of America to it. But I personally feel offended when I see white people walk around wearing African clothes. Why is that? Why wouldn't you you be? No, it's not only for them, but it's like so culturish. You know, like stealing our culture. It's like watching them with the dreads. Oh yeah, you know they always have the the hat with the dreads when they go to Jamaica. I think it's horrible. And you know, I think that there's appreciation for a culture and then there's misappropriation of a culture. And I think that might be it. A misappropriation. Who knows? I don't know, but I mean, the pieces that you saw, did you, I mean, there wasn't... They were nice. They were very nicely, you know, regular shape, but they're just the fabrics they used. But also, too, giving props to where it's, I mean, you know, that's the thing. People take things and they don't even give respect to who they get it from or, you know, give respect to, to the idea or, like, just to the fact that, you know, there's people that, um, that's, like, that slave and making these prints and stuff. Give respect to them because they're the ones that's doing the design. But you never hear about that. And I think that's the problem for me, you know, just giving homage to who actually started this idea about African prints. So, mm-hmm. you know, but typical white people stuff, right? So, talk about white people stuff. This cop, I mean, I tell people all the time, Texas is not for black people. I'm about to come up with a t-shirt. That's a good idea. I'm about to come up with a t-shirt. And on the bottom, we'll have Brooklyn chicks. Yes. Black people I'm writing this down. live in Texas. I'm going to catch you a phrase. But they should not. But anyways, this guy, a dread guy, I forgot his um, his surname, his rightful name. I don't know his name. But the bottom line is that he's in Texas and a cop pulled up. And says, hey, you know, we're arresting you. He's like, arresting me for what? I mean, I'm not going to lie. This guy went from zero to a thousand real quick. I mean, I don't know if the video started from the beginning. But he was like, what the F you arresting me for? And I think it was his girlfriend or whoever, a female, was taking this whole interaction with the cops. And he was like, what are you arresting me for? What are you arresting me for? And and the cop was like, well, um, you look like someone, uh, you know. No, at first he said, you are that person, right? Oh, yeah, you are. So so he said, Quentin. I ain't no acting quick. Yo, he was. Quentin. You arrest me for somebody I'm not even. You don't have a word for arrest for somebody I don't look like. He's like, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. So after they kept going back and forth, the cop decides to go to his phone to show this uh, black brother why he mistaken him for this particular person. He opens the phone. And he's like, here, here. He's like, look, look, look. Don't you think you look like him? And he was like, get the f out of here. I don't look like that. <laughs> and the woman in the background. That ain't him. That don't look like him. Yo, this went 
crazy. I mean, I'm not gonna lie, I think the only reason why this cop did not shoot this black guy is because he was on video, let's be honest, because this guy was irate, rightfully so, but he was like, get the F off of me, F out of here. Another cop pulled up, and then, you know, it just went way too far. And again, another, way of being black in America, But I tell you about this, I don't know, I, I, in a way I'm happy, but I'm also worried that black people are like coming out against the cops like crazy town. I was saying I saw this video yesterday of this woman where the cops came into her house like she had finished smoking a cigarette and came in and didn't close her door and the cop was like trying to get in. She was like, what the F you doing in my house? <laughs> and the guy was like, officer, we're okay. He's like, we heard of a domestic disturbance. And he was like, she kept saying, officer, the guy was like, Officer, we're okay. She was like, shut the F up. This is my house. It was just like crazy. She was barking on those cops. It was just so crazy. I don't know. People are getting very, people are tired. They're tired. 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 tired, of tired. Bullshit, okay. You know, speaking about, wasn't this, a, this young kid that got arrested for something that happened? Oh, so like, sad. Albert Wilson went into a bar. Um, this is 2016, right? It's like an old story, but I think now... Yeah, he just got sentenced. Very sad. Um, he went into a bar in Kansas where mm-hmm. he was going to college. He used someone else's ID to get in because he wasn't old enough. And he met a white girl, 17 years old at the time. He didn't he know. Was he was in a, a 21 or older club. The girl was there. Um, the girl kept saying they were there together. She kept saying... You know, they were having a good time. He, she said that he groped her right there, put his hand under her skirt. He then took her to his apartment. She kept saying to him, oh, I'm sorry, I'm too drunk. I've been drinking. I'm too drunk. I can't do this. But he kept doing it. Um, and they found him guilty of raping this woman, a 17-year-old girl. He gave, they gave him 147 months. 12 years. A little over 12 years 12 in jail. Years and, and when he comes out, he'll have to register as a sex offender. Very sad. He's like a decent young lad. Very like, handsome young guy. Stop, my brother. Stop going after these cricks. <laughs> y'all still, y'all still want to mess around and keep going after these white girls. You think it's a trophy? Keep on then. Go on then. I don't feel bad for you. I just don't feel bad. Sad. It's, it's, but, but, I mean, still sad. What is also sad? His whole life is over. Oh, yeah. It's a done deal. Another thing that's sad is this guy, Jason Mitchell. This is the guy that... um. What is his name on Chai? The guy that has the food truck, whoever's watching it. You said Chai instead of Shy. Chai, yes. Uh-huh. I'm not saying what the hell you're saying. It's Shy. Yes, correct. The guy who has a food truck. I forgot what his name is. He has a food truck. I'm going to catch up. What? <laughs> I'm still on season one. That was our season first. One, ha- you didn't finish season one? I did not. Then you would. Oh, because I was about to say that you would know he had a food truck. What are you up to season two now? Oh my gosh, this is sad that you don't even know this. But anyways, um, he was the same guy. That, that was our checklist at the, one of our first podcasts. Oh yes, it was. So that was back when season two, as we had told you guys um, at the previous episode of the podcast. But um, now, basically, he's being, you know, he's the girl that he has on the show, who's his um, to see what he's been doing, like almost to monitor him. And she said, if basically, if he doesn't go, she's leaving. So basically, he's out. But you know, I, I'm not saying that what he did was right or wrong because I don't know what happened, not you know? Details. But 
I think it's so before he's even found guilty, he's Alleged. losing deals all over town. Netflix just pulled out on a deal for him for a movie that he was gonna be in. Yep. You like you didn't That's even wrong. give the guy to a chance to stand up for himself and say, I'm not guilty. Has he spoken? Has he given any comments? No comments. But other people say they've witnessed it as well, I guess, on the set or whatever. You know, so. You never know. Sad. sad, though. Young lad. It's coming up. Very sad. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking about sad, we saw some video. We don't know how valid it is, but it's a, a pregnant woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Being beat up by a security guard in a mall. And... Um, Tariq Elite, Tariq Rashid had it on his website, and basically, it was just very, very. The woman was fighting, and she was there with a man. The man could barely hold up, and Tariq was like, "Yo, it's not enough that we have to be so prepared to go out and face ready for war, but this man couldn't even fight back because he was so fat. He could barely push yeah. the guy off. He was so out of shape. He couldn't get the guy off. Imagine you standing there with your husband and somebody's attacking you." Yeah, well, who knows? It was a it was a man. Yeah, and a black man. If you so. standing next to a man and somebody is beating you up, you would expect the man to at least say, "Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. get out of here." No, but that's exactly what he did. Hey, put a hand, and that was it. It was not enough to you know kind of push this guy off of this girl. It was very sad. But right? we can't find any deets about it. So if anybody knows anything more, let us know if it was really true. But I mean, typically he usually posts you know uh, credible things. But, I mean, what he posted, which I thought was, you know, just some tips for everybody to know, five tips. And I'm like, this is how we need to conduct ourselves. But he basically said, when you leave your home as a black person, expect that you and your family can be racially attacked. Two, stop yelling that a, a black woman is pregnant when she is being attacked by race soldiers. This will not gain any sympathy for good. Three, the weak brother in the video was not prepared to neutralize the threat against a woman and child, and a race soldier analyzed this weakness. Four, Black men are supposed to direct the threat to themselves so that the women and children won't get harmed, which is very true because he could have the he could have kind of defended her in terms of going at the white guy. Like, but he didn't. But he didn't. She was too out of shape. Five, lastly, black men have to get in the gym and train regularly to be in physical position to defend their families. The black man in this video was completely out of shape while wearing pads that were falling off and some damn flip-flops. And the race soldier was dressed ready for war. So, I guess that goes back to your point, Brenda, with him being out of shape. You know, this is Damn. just something so amazing to me. You're a mall cop. How dare you put your hands on somebody? You're a mall cop. That's it. I think that movie gave people some kind of... Get your life together. You are in no position to be throwing somebody down on the ground. You're a mall cop. And you know... This lady was with her child. was very sad. And pregnant. And this doof guy she was with. You know, we heard about this girl, you know, this attack on women continues. And, you know, it's so funny this morning, my daughter and I were talking about the the being a part of two groups that are considered, you know, classes or two different classes that minorities. are minority classes, right? Like, so we're like both black and women yeah. or, you know, and, and it kind of creates a divide on which one do you think is the most important rights that you fight for? Do you fight for being a black person first? Or do you fight for being a woman first? What type of rights? I think you fight for being human. Like, if we start there, like, we're all human at the end of the day. Just like, yeah. what color, what race. You sound like these white people I used to go to school with when I was in college. I was right. in, I used to take education <laughs> classes. And I remember one day we had this whole debate about race. I was the only black girl in the classroom. And the white girl goes, why do we have to think about black and white? Why can't we just be human? And I was like, what? Because when I wake up, that's the first thing you see. I am black. It was a whole 
I'm telling you, when even a professor, um, you know, the whole, the professor kind of ended up putting this out. I said, have you ever been followed? Have you ever? I went ballistic on this white girl. And, you know, I was the only black person in the room. I felt like I had to defend us. You have to. And then finally the teacher was like, all right, let's just, let's just stop here. Let's just and she, she let us out early because I was fuming. How dare you with this? But anyway. Um, I digress. This woman, um, a transgender woman, Malaysia Booker, 23 years old, they found her shot. Um, and everybody's saying how sad it is because a month ago she was on a viral video, a video that went viral concerning her getting, um, she was beaten up yeah, in a parking lot by people. And she said it was sprouting out uh, slurs, um, homo, you know, like about transgenders and stuff like that. But... She was murdered, no, and they have no clues as to who did no it. No leads. No leads. Until who killed this person? Sad. You know, Sleep in peace, Malaysia, and that's spelled M U H, Malaysia. <laughs> you know what? Everybody says a, a bigger conversation we need to have because yesterday alone, just thinking about attack on women, and you hear about you know the North Carolina sex assault law that we already know is in place. Uh, the problem with this is that, you know, in North Carolina, it's like once you consent to have sex with someone, at no point in time can you say no. And it can I changed my mind. I changed my mind. Yes, and you know, this is That's what, a song, right? Yes, it is. Keisha I Cole. don't love you. Anyways, <laughs> as Bendy gets some black in her with her music. Um, don't that, disrespect me. Mm. I listen to tons of black music. Okay. Thank you. I only listen to black music. Okay. What white music do I listen to? Well, I do listen to one country song. <laughs> Anyways. I'll always love you forever. Um, can, we, can we proceed? Thanks. So forever and ever. In 1979 <laughs> was the year that uh, the Supreme Court in the state versus Wade ruled that women cannot revoke consent after sexual intercourse begins. So in Roe v. Wade? You what? said? That's no, what you just said. State versus Wade. State versus Wade. W-A-W-P-Y. Oh. Wade. Way. Like, like way dread. <laughs> so, yeah, so let us hear more and more about women who have been raped and are being denied justice because of this, like, loophole or whatever. So, North Carolina is the only state in the U.S. where, this, where no does not really mean no. Well, maybe this is where Jason Mitchell should go, the guy from China. This is oh, where wow. That's horrible. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, I mean, just thinking about this, like, and you know, we're we're in a certain time where Me Too is like so popular. Everybody's talking about Me Too, Me Too, instead of for women's rights. And then now you see like a total switch of the whole, you know, attack on women. And I don't know if this has something to do with Trump that he's being, you know, emboldened by his people or whatever. Not these people that's in office. And now that it's really trying to do like almost an underhanded attack on women Sad. in general. And let's be honest, our, you know, unfortunately, the president that we have, not my president. Um, he is sexist. We all know that he's sexist. So I, I don't know where this is going to go. But, you know, it's even leading into this whole abortion bill that we're seeing now. And that has been started in Alabama, I believe, right? I believe it's started mm-hmm. in Alabama. Mm-hmm. And a few states are going to follow, like Georgia, Kentucky, Missouri, Ohio. I mean, come on, these are really white states. Let's all be clear here. Um, but they're saying once a, a baby's heartbeat, once they can identify a baby's heartbeat, which is usually within the six week mark, a woman can, uh, cannot make a decision to have an abortion. And if any medical professional does this abortion, they will be, what, I think it was in 99 years in prison or something? What? They can face up to, yeah, it's some obscene, obscene punishment. Which means that we're going back, felony. which means that we're going back to, to hangers. Ha- hangers. 
You know, my daughter was talking about this this morning because she goes to a Catholic high school. And she was saying that the teachers are happy that this bill passed in Alabama. And she was like, you know, my daughter, I, I, you know, I'm trying to make her be an engineer, but it looks like she's going to be a political activist, the way she gets so angry. And she was basically saying how unfair it is that they're telling people how to choose or what to do with their body. And I said, you know, you have to realize, back to what I was saying earlier about being a part of two groups. Yes, you know, she goes to an all-girls school, so they do believe in women's rights, but they're also Catholic. So you, how do you pick which one of your obligations or which one of your beliefs are supposed to be the primary. You know what I'm saying? Because to be a Catholic means that you don't believe in abortion. So you're happy for that. But as a woman, do you think a woman should lose her right to choose? And I saw a meme that spoke about, you know, everybody in Alabama was saying to this one woman like, oh, you can't have an abortion. You can't have an abortion. It's against the rules to have an abortion. And then a woman has a baby and then she turns around and says, and now you better find a way to take care of it. We're not giving you any welfare. You got to manage the baby. And, you know, I don't believe in abortion personally, but sometimes when you really look at situations, there has to be an opportunity for people to say, listen, I'm not going to bring forth they, this they, child. Because there are exceptions. I mean, like we have exceptions in terms of, you know, I heard something with, uh, somebody was saying, like, you know, by passing this law, you're saying to my little baby girl that, hey, if you get raped, you must keep this baby, you know? If you, and, and I'm curious to know... Um, if this law, if this will still go into effect if somebody's life is in jeopardy. Like, if mm-hmm. it's my life or the kid coming here, you're going to tell me that I have to proceed with this child and it might kill myself. And then what happens? The child will come out and what? Have a dead mother. mother. I mean... But we knew this was going to happen. As soon as Trump came in, we, I just didn't think it would have taken this long for somebody to come after Roe v. Wade, because this is where it's going to yeah. end. We're going to see how Roe v. Wade is going to go, and everybody knows Roe v. Wade is what gave abortion rights to women across the world, across the country. And now we're going to probably, you know, we have the, we may lose it, which is very sad. It is very I feel sad. like eating pancakes. Sorry. Can you say that? Oh, but also what is commendable is Travis Scott donated a large sum of money to um, Alabama Planned Parenthood. My question is, even if he donates the money for them to, I guess, to function or whatever it might be, people could still jeopardize. Maybe they'll just to start jail, to get more birth control. You know, or you know. So, well, that that would be good. I mean, but the bottom line is, sometimes it's not about birth control. Like they, again, there are exceptions to this rule. And you know, you know, I made a joke about you know return back to hangers. I mean, but you know, not to make light of it, but you know, it's it, it's pretty sad. People are just going to start trying to find other ways which are not going to be safe ways to, to get rid of their child. But at the end of the day, if someone really does not want a child, they don't want it. And not only that, they can't afford a child. Correct. What are they supposed to do? You, and like, you know, it'll be easy you to say. Afford, you, should be, you, you should be practicing sex. Let's know, be realistic. We talk about this all the time. Many people just had that one time when it just slipped. Bink. Damn, it got me. <laughs> the smoke got me. So, very sad. I mean, you know, this is uh, this is not happening in New York, though. Never. <laughs> this is not happening in New York. Never. Again, folks, relocate. <laughs> There's no space here. Don't come. We're booked. Right, it's high. We're booked. We're booked. We don't have space. But, you know, I just want to give a shout out to a couple of people. Um, Ciara, for one, who, you know, just got accepted to Harvard University. Um, Amen. That's so great. She always wanted to go to college. However, her music career took her on a different journey, which she truly appreciates and loves. But now she wants to go to Harvard school, and she got accepted. So, kudos to her. Hope she's putting more money in the table. We see how that's going down. <laughs> I hope you got it right, Feliciara. Please don't shame us out here. <laughs> Also, a shout out to Rihanna, um, some of you may have heard, about her being the first African-American woman to have a luxury fashion brand. 
so which is Fenty, right? Yeah, which is Fenty. LVMH. I was like, why do they call this LVMH? Which is um, Louis Vuitton Moet Hennessy. It's like a new French fashion brand or whatever. So now Rihanna is on top. And you know what? Um, just hearing her interview of certain things she said, like, you know, they were asking her questions like, how does it feel to be the first African-American woman and, um, you know, a woman of color that, you know, has transitioned into a major fashion house? And, you know, she kind of said, like, listen, I'm always going to be what I'm going to be. Um, you know, I definitely want to get the correct quote because I don't want to, um, you know, misquote what she said. But I thought what she said was, like, uh, very profound as I scroll down. This computer is so slow, like, I'm so over it. All right, then. So we'll get back to you on that <laughs> comment at another time. Let me take this out. No, no, pause. Got it. Thanks. She said, you're going to be black wherever you go. And I don't know if it's unfortunate or fortunate because I love being black. So sorry for those who don't like it. That's the first thing you see before you even hear my voice. So she said she's not even going to apologize for her being black. But she does appreciate the spotlight that she's in. Now you can proceed. Well, so I just want to tell you about my whatnot for today. Metro card machines. You what? know, I appreciate the MetroCard machine. I understand why they created it, so we don't have to deal with the station clerk. We can now use our debit card to buy our MetroCards, all good things. But MTA, give a freaking tutorial. Why the hell people got to spend 10 minutes pressing these buttons? Have you ever been behind somebody buying a MetroCard and you're wondering, why is this taking so long? Even this guy was doing it in Spanish the other day. He's still going to get it. And me, I'm like, insert A. Insert your damn card. Until the person in the line over from us started screaming at him like, put the card in the damn machine. Damn it. So, you know how much like, you miss trains? You ever run in to get a train and your metro card have no money? You got to get a card. And people are so freaking slow on that machine. It's again, sickening. I think you have misplaced anger as that has nothing to do with the MTA. It is pretty simple on how to obtain a metro Well, you know what? It, I think this goes to a root cause. Why people take so long? Maybe because they can't read well. Why people can't read well? The, bo- the school is a crap. Maybe well, it goes to a lot of things. Here and they don't no, this guy lived here. He was buying an unlimited 30 day. He lived here, but he probably came through the border a couple of days ago. And using his debit card to buy it. So he should know what he's doing. <laughs> At the end, he was like, thank you so much. Thank and you. I was like, no, gracias, gracias, gracias. No, gracias. gracias. You gracias. took up my time. I missed the train. My question to you is, why did you not go over to another line? Is no, that- because there were three lines. Everybody was long lines. And when you're ready, you're going to leave one line to go when you're the next. I was the next person. But I've experienced this numerous times. It's like going to the doctor. You ever go to the doctor, you wait so long in the waiting room. And then when you go and you leave so right, like quicker. And you're wondering, why was everybody else so long in here? That always happens. Always. always. But yet, when I'm at the Metricard machine, why does it take me so short and everybody else so long? I mean, come on. Come on. I mean... So the bottom line is... Learn how to work it. Anyways. I'm so glad we're back. We're back. Um, I don't know for how long. I'm going to put that out there. But, um, wow. Just saying. Just saying. We wow. are... There's a couple of things coming up. We are working on a t-shirt line. Um, and the first bad. t-shirt is going to say, black people are not from Texas. <laughs> exactly. Texas is not for <laughs> black, black people. people. Yes. And I also have one from Florida. Uh-huh. But yeah, 
we're working on teaser at Lions, so stay tuned for that. Um, and we're going to a couple of things. I don't want to speak about it because, you know, if they don't come to fruition, I'll feel like a failure. And I don't so, want you guys judging us. <laughs> Judge much so, okay. or setting negative vibes. Oh, okay. Brenda actually decided to give me her, what is it called? A Mandarin. A Mandarin. As I asked her for one earlier, she looked at me like, here you can have one. Do you want it? Like, almost like, but I don't want to give it to you. Thanks, Brenda, but no thanks. Oh, great thanks. Anyways, have a lovely week, folks. And we'll see you next week, hopefully. Check us out. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs>